Welcome to episode 126 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, so welcome along to episode 126 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Euston and Bevan James Oz. How are you going, mate? Good. Did you read the paper today? Yeah, well, I wasn't actually sure if I was supposed to be here today. <laughs> because uh, It wasn't my fault. I'll just, uh, I'll just, uh, I've got a little quote here. I'm pulling, uh, Bevan didn't actually know I was going to do this. Isles and friend Ishmael Shreen, I can't pronounce his name. He's from Forever Fitness. Yeah, who won Personal Trainer of the Year in Auckland on Friday, published two weekly podcasts, Iron Man Talk and Forever Fitness. <laughs> So I wasn't even sure if I was supposed to be here. That's why I was late. I hadn't done my peas. I was going, well, maybe I'm not part of the show anymore. Actually, I've got something to tell you. It's just in the bathroom. He's coming out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, so over the weekend, I won New Zealand Fitness Instructor of the Year for the third time. First person to ever do it three times. I also had an email from your ex-girlfriend. She was still wondering where the money was. And I said, well, perhaps you should ask the judges for... What are you talking about? You know how you had that, all that money arrive in your bank account? Oh, no, no. I gave that back to her. Yeah, sure. And I told her before she knew. Oh, I was wondering because no. so those judges, three <laughs> times in a row there's some <laughs> hey Mitch Carter picked me mate I mentioned I met him the other night yeah I haven't talked about you right I said you know John Newsom he goes oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> or he made out like he did he goes yeah, yeah no no no, no. So, no I met him once or twice yeah so he was talking it up so uh, yes yeah, so I won it and had an article in the paper and I did say John Newsom but obviously the reporter just got that one wrong well, yeah. We should get a little edit on page two tomorrow saying yeah, that we, 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 we should. mistake. But obviously it will because we're pretty important. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the photo? Yeah, it was on your floor. I noticed the floor. <laughs> My mum rings me and goes, what's with the photo? You look terrible. <laughs> I love your mum, mate. Anyway, the, uh, this week's show is proudly brought to you by... Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com for all your social networking stuff. Tribuys.com. Tribuys.com. We'll talk about the Newtons today when we oh, talk about okay. Tribuys. Yeah. Nice. Yep. yep. And coffeesofhawaii.com. Coffees of Hawaii. Alban had sent me through a great song the other day, actually. I'm yeah. going to talk about that later on, actually. We'll talk about that, too. One of my favourite songs, redone by somebody else. So. Yeah, Beautiful. Anyway, in this week's show, we've got a bit of news. We've got some news, actually. We don't really have much news lately, do we? Mm-hmm. So we've got some news. We've got um, some results and stuff. We've got Age Gripper of the Week. Do we have an Age Gripper of the Week? We do. Yep. We have a High Five. What's the High Five on? High Five is on... Uh, <laughs> getting yourself organised. My computer's starting to get old, so I've decided to start doing the show from the laptop, which is cool. But John's a bit blind, so he's printed it off, and he sort of goes, "Help me to print it off." <laughs> well, because you're blind. <laughs> and so uh, he's just you like news with an hour. Got a web, website of the week, and we've got quite a few questions and answers. Oh, good times. I've added some more as well. Right. Yeah. Very good. So anyway, uh, we're going to go into a news first of all, and the big news that really came over. We got an email this morning actually talking about it. How I mean, or WTC has been sold. Mm. Mm, until perhaps why I didn't get a reply to them when I sent Ben Ferrick an email the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps it was the, the way you sent the email to. Perhaps it was. <laughs> but yeah, WTC has been sold to a um, private, equity. private equity firm. Yep. And uh, so what they're really talking about within this, like it's a PR piece that they've obviously put out there, but they're saying that it's, it's Providence Equity Securities, and they're saying they generally only hold companies for seven to ten years, right? and they're obviously trying to get as much money out of them as possible in their mm-hmm. time. But they're saying they have got some really strong relationships, which it could be good for. And when I was reading it, they mentioned Hulu. Now, for those, you probably don't know what Hulu is, John, but yep. in, in America, I, I think it's ABC or one of the big network TV stations, Hulu is free internet on the... Yeah, and they actually, t- and I think it's NBC, maybe NBC or whatever, they took all their content off iTunes and just created their own website, and it's become very, very popular, and I think it was the number one website in the Olympics, and so, 
you know, in that way, if they can kind of get the relationships happening with those kind of, you know, those kind of connections, it can definitely help the sport. Get it's, out going, there it's going to be interesting because they're obviously going to be trying to maximise their return as much mm. as possible. So, um, you know, they're going to have to look after athletes to make sure you get satisfied customers. It looks like that they may well get more um, exposure, which will hopefully bring in more sponsors. Yeah. But what's going to be interesting to see if that actually trickles down to, to the pro athletes, whether they can make more of a living and whether they try to create stars or whether they really just keep pushing Participation, participation, participation. Rather, oh, do, do you really think there's going to be a shift? I don't think it will be. Well, you, 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 they've, they've got to lift their game in terms of um, their online coverage is, is good. W- well, that's where it's something like Hulu. Like Hulu, I, I can't experience it because I'm in New Zealand. You can yeah. only access it from America. But from what I can tell, Hulu sounds to be doing. I, a good I think job. there's so much more they could be doing with their their live coverage and doing more for their sponsors getting you know getting a really good PR team yep. you know, we, we often say you know, the, the news just is not on the site when we want to go there and no. find out information on races so I think there's a lot of scope for giving sponsors more value and if they can give sponsors more value they can hopefully ask for money and hopefully that'll be a trickle down effect, effect to better races and, and more money for the, the pros Mm, yeah, it is interesting. Like, yeah, I, okay, we've talked about it a lot. So the, the article's on slowtwitch.com. Yeah, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what kind of influence it has on the business because obviously when you go into a private equity firm, you're definitely looking to get as much profit from it as possible and mm. it's all about keeping the shareholders happy. So mm. uh, there'll be interesting to see what that kind of influence it has. Now, we heard a drug result, two positive drug results. Yeah, well, one, one is obviously <coughs> is, is not Ironman-based, but uh, Dimitri Garg from Kazakhstan. Uh, he tested positive, I think, at the Des Moines race in uh, in the States earlier this year. He's been around for a long, long time, um, and he's made really good money out of the sport and tested positive, so he's got a two-year ban. So he's an Ironman? No, no, him. he's an Olympic distance guy. Oh, is he? Okay. World, world champion, 1999, I think he won the world champs. His sprint finish with Simon Lessing. Oh, really? Um, multiple, multiple podium winner on the World Cup, won quite a few Now races. you're saying it's only an A sample, what does it mean? I no, don't know. There's, another, there's another positive test, an oh, okay. Ironman, an Ironman winner this year, oh. um, who's tested positive but it's only an A sample, so I didn't really want to go naming names until it's really conclusive. So, so you know who it is? Yeah, yeah, no, it's on, on one of the popular websites, but I think, you know, going and naming people when it's only an so A sample. So A sample is basically just the first test, is it? Look, they take um, they take yeah, you know, they do, you do your testing and they test the A sample first, and if that's positive, then they go and they split the amount of okay. urine and stuff, and then they'll go and retest the B sample. And um, then that's and when then it's confirmed. It confirmed whether it's a positive or not. Oh, no, who it is now? Well, you can, you can tell me I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So we'll wait and see if that um, does does come out. So for someone like Gag, is it ruined? You know, does it. Well, it's kind of he's kind of getting towards the end of his career, but he's still getting podiums on the World Cup, and one of the things that I've find interesting and, and maybe this is a bit unfair is, is those guys that come from countries that are, are not so wealthy I know, Kazakhstan I think has some really wealthy people because it's an oil, oil rich isn't uh, the second biggest country in the world isn't like population Kazakhstan no no no, 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 no. It's Pakistan probably or, or something. Oh, oh, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter. I'm thinking no, of Ka- Kazakhstan, so <laughs> Kazakhstan is, is an old Russian state and, and a few people got really rich on the oil side of things they sponsor the Astina cycling team Astina yep. is, uh, is actually they built a new capital city Really? They basically said, right, we're going to build a new capital, and it's called Astina. So that is uh, actually the sponsor of that cycling oh, team. Oh, wow. So I think there's a lot of money there. But what really intrigues me is if, if whether guys in those Eastern Bloc countries, whether they have the same values that we have you know, yep. to, in terms of cheating. Yep. Um, because if he, you know, he would have made a really good living of racing on the World Cup, um, and whether he's been cheating the whole time or whether it's just been recently, you know, I, I do wonder whether they have the same values, and maybe that's an unfair comment. But Yeah, I think it's slightly unfair <laughs> I mean, it's a personal thing, isn't it? It's not really a nation thing. Like, do you if, think there's a nation you, that tries to be cheats? Well, if if you were, you know, if you were 
in a really low socioeconomic group and you figure I can be good at triathlon if I can get to the very top I can make a really good living out of it I don't know it's just a thought to put out there Bevan okay well I'm, I'm not backing you with that one to be honest but, <laughs> but fair enough um, okay what are we going to do Ironman Wisconsin over the weekend great weekend for two of our friends yeah it was in- incredible racing yeah did you watch it I didn't I just watched a bit of the results the coverage was actually pretty crappy So was, yeah the coverage was, was crappy we got someone saying this is bull nads or something yeah. box. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I went on there and, and like I wasn't I don't usually watch the video side of things but the updates were, were really weak yeah um, so very impressive to see Chris McDonald taking out the race uh, one a, week after. Had a strong race, didn't he? I don't know whether they've changed the course or not, but his time was a very fast time for that course. Often the guys go, um, you know, a really high eight or a low nine-hour Ironman to win that race. Yep. I think he went eight forty-three. So yeah, I don't know whether. And he ran a two fifty-six, which must be close to a PB for him. That's, yeah, that, that's good, and that's what he needs. You need to need to run. So I think it was a really good, sound all day all day race for him. Um, and uh, well, wasn't really challenged. The thing about Chris is he's gradually getting better, isn't he? Every year he's just getting slightly faster, slightly mm. faster, and he's still young enough to have a few more years at the top. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Yeah, and to, but the, the reality is, a two, if you're running a mid two fifties, you're not going to be competitive in Kona. No, you, know, you need to be running um, mid two forties. Yeah. and uh, so we'll see. But he's certainly strong enough on the bike, and uh, and certainly, you know, he's and he okay dominated, didn't he? Won by what twelve minutes over mm. Serge Serge Mayer. In eight fifty six, and Jason Shortest was third. Do you know what happened Eight fifty nine. I heard he got a, a flat, and he had an asthma attack or something oh, like that. So bad day at the office. Bad day at the office. Um, but you know, pretty exciting women's race. So Hillary took it out, but uh, Karen, who did you say that? Gerber. Gerber. She came from behind, and uh, we actually took the lead for a little bit, didn't she? Well, Hillary, I think had around about a four or five minute lead coming off the bike, yep. um, and it just slowly got petered away, um, and the, the Gerber Karen Gerber was in front. I think with you know maybe about. 5 to 10k to go, 40 yep. seconds up, and Hillary came back at her, past her, and put two minutes into her. So, incredible race by Hillary. So, you've got to think. Um, big kick out of Hillary, eh? Yeah, but she's now, we call her the, the big lady now. Yeah, not, the not, big not, lady. Whoa, not, you not, can call her the big not lady. Not that way. Yeah, we've, got, we've, we've got the big man, but she's, she's, she's certainly challenging and I think overtaking Peter Vabrusik because she has raced. Road. Um, road, the which week. Is, it was 13th of July, one week later. Placid. Placid. Yeah. I think then the week next weekend she had off, and then the weekend after that Louisville, and then last weekend um, Wisconsin. Wisconsin and one. That's a pretty big run, and she's but she's been what first there, and the other ones she's second, second or third everything. or something. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to place her because Hillary, you know, Hillary's been on the scene now for a few years, and you know the woman's incredible with the amount of racing she does, and mm. you know like it's not like in between she didn't have a huge race, I mean time off, mm. but you know she's never really cracked that win. Yeah. And uh, you know like she's often got second or third or you know lots and lots of top fives. You know you guarantee Hillary turns up to race, she's pretty much going to get a top five, and it's, it's a terrible day, and you know. While you know that's how she makes a living, I'm sure she's had that weight on her shoulders, and mm. to actually get that off, you know, like I was really happy for her. I sent her an email. Oh, very good. Very so nice. I'm proud of you, mate. We have to get her on the show. We had, I've only had her on the show briefly once. It was before, one on Epic Camp. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty brief. Yeah, in my bedroom on Epic Camp, mm. but that, that wasn't like that. No, sure, it wasn't. <laughs> Brandon was there too. So pretty, uh, pretty solid results there. And uh, Jessica Japers, Jacobs came in at third. So and there's a picture actually on um, the Ironman site. The girl who did get second, uh, Karen Gerber, coming down the finishing not shoot. The greatest shot. She's not looking. Particularly <laughs> stable on her feet. Not too hot on that one. Okay, big race in Ironman UK. The old Bella, what are they married? Engaged. Uh, engaged? Yep. Well, the Bella and Stephen show again. Mm, they did it in South Africa earlier <laughs> this year. Yeah. And they made the repeat. And, you know, 
we, we said last week they were both the favourites and they both should win, but yeah. you know, you've always got to go out there and do the business, and they, they did it, and they did it. Uh, she's looking a bit emotional over the finish line, uh, isn't it she? It looks like she's about to shed a tear there. Yeah, it's a little bit emotional. <laughs> Someone actually sent through an email saying that Fraser Carmichael, Car- Carmel, Carmel, yeah. uh, him and Stephen got ahead, didn't they? And they really smacked it on the bike, broke away from the field, mm-hmm. and then Fraser pretty much blew on the run, didn't he? Yep, and DNF'd as well. Yeah, so. and then who's the guy who got second one last year? Uh, Neely? Scott Nieri. Scott Nieri. Pull out the results, Bevan. Here we go. Let's have a look at oh, some the results on here. Oh, man. Thought you'd done your P's today, didn't well, you? Well, I had done my P's, but it's, it's, it's the website. It's, you keep talking, John. So, haven't heard whether it was a marvellous day weather-wise or anything, but Stephen put in a, a good strong race. He sort of looked like he was pretty comfortable all day. He was leading after the... Not leading, he was with the leaders after the swim, pushed through on the bike, and uh, and just ran a good steady steady run. What did he do? Eight, eight hours, 53, 58 and second place was Scott uh, Nieri. It's, it's a slow race, eh? Yeah, it's a, tr- it's a tricky bike course. And, and apparently and quite a hard run. Yeah, yeah, the run is quite undulating as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this takes for <laughs> Racking. Here we go. And Tracking. Got... Okay. No, that'll do. Uh, Andreas Di Bernardo Good was third in 9.08, and interesting to see Spencer Smith in fourth place in 9.13. So don't know whether he is still sort of racing seriously or he's just sort of giving it a... A black, but uh, good to see him back on the scene. The old Tobinator. Tobinator, sixth place. <coughs> Slow times, so, though. I mean, um, all the way through there, you know, Stephen's time was, was good, 8.53, but um, 9 hours 41 for 10th place. It's not a strong field, is it? It's not a strong field, but it's not a fast course, to be fair to them. Yeah. Um, but still, I think, yeah. Miller came in at 9.49.07, pretty good race from her. Yeah, a victory by a mere oh, 30 35 minutes. minutes. Um, so a, a good race by her, but at 9.49, she wouldn't have been far off the top 10 with that. Yeah. Uh, so I, right. I just think it's it's not a, a yeah. strong field there. It's um, you know I don't know any of the, the names. Why um, is that? You think the Poms would have a few good Ironmen? Well, you know, if you're serious about Kona, you, you, yeah, don't, you don't want to go racing Ironmen now, and that's what we asked Stephen Bayless that question a few weeks ago and said, you know, how important is Kona to you? He said, well, I'm racing... Um, UK. UK and it's it's so close to Kona that it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to it's double up stone, so, yeah. so I think that's the main reason why we don't see see a good profile but normally it's a little bit stronger than that you know you've normally got two or three girls and guys that are sort of gunning it but it was certainly Bella yeah, yeah, Bella but, was a one horse race but it's pretty solid time on that course nice effort Bella okay well, just quickly we had a couple halves happening over the weekend and Singapore sounded like it was a pretty interesting race oh what are you going to the Clone 226 was on oh, the weekend but we didn't it. have the results for that yeah. but uh, they'll be up on k226.com and Great Alini as well Great Alini we have got the results for that have we, we click they? on the results button probably which is right which where? is right there oh uh, obvious yeah where, it's, where <laughs> it says results on the tab on the left hand side scroll scroll oh, scroll Great Alini Great Alini full overall oh. that rhymes that's right. I was full overall. Okay. You can read them, I can't read them. Uh, Mario Gartner took it out and he did a 9.32. It's an honest time in that yeah. course last year. I think it was a lot slower. Yeah, but that's for a great name, Roger Bonga. 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 <laughs> 9.59. And Jane Fields came in at 10.23. Big gets between them all. And the first female, I think, was Liz, Liz Rich. Rich. She came in around 11.30. 11.30. So I think it was about 50, 60 finishes there. So well done to anybody who did the Great Alini. The Great Alini. Okay, and we also had the Singapore 70.3. Now, interesting race. 
nice strong field. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people will be using that as their sort of final prep for Kona. Yeah. Um, there's a few short course guys racing there as well, but a lot of them will be using it as their, their sort of Kona prep. And we've seen we saw a few short course guys come and sort of uh, ruffle a few things up there. Yeah. Simon, Simon Thompson. So I don't know him. Tell me about him. He's an Olympian. I don't think he raced in Beijing. But no, he, he didn't. He, he was didn't. gutted. He didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, he, but he definitely ra- he was a number one Aussie going into. Uh, Athens, and I think he finished about tenth. But really good athlete, is he? Um, good solid athlete. So he took it out. So is this a transition for him now? now what how old is he? Doesn't go his age. But is this a transition from him moving away from Olympic? Or well, I think that, I think a lot of those short course guys now will just try to race regularly. They'll, they'll probably get onto the American circuit. Really good money over there now in the non-drafting races, and they'll look to do some half Ironman. So there's quite a bit of options in terms of making a bit of a career. So so it comes down to a bit of a quick sprint. Uh, Bazzoni or Bazone from New Zealand. Um, him and Thompson were running in, and Thompson took him in the last two k. Mm. Reading around here, they're saying that uh, Bazone was saying that uh, he was dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had the fastest run split, so he must have uh, run up to him. But uh, no, how does that work? He must have bad transitions. No, yeah, that's silly. that's wrong. I mean, let us down again. But then anyway, <laughs> let us down again. It was a fifteen-second gap, and hey, if we were married to them, we'd be getting a divorce right now, wouldn't we? <laughs> and Pete Jacobs, uh, he looked Pete. like looked like he was with them coming off the bike, but just lost about uh, two minutes on the run. And it's the difference solid. between the short course guys, isn't it? That mm. speed on the run. Uh, or Robertson, Peter Robertson, third yeah. again. He, they must have all come off the bike together. He looked like he blew up, blew up a little bit on the run, but still held on for fourth. Cameron Watt in fifth place. Okay, and the girl side of things, Rebecca Keat took it out, uh, uh, 4.25, and then good old Gina Ferguson, good Cuba yeah. girl. She's been doing some pretty heavy distance riding over in the States, and uh, on the States, in Australia. I think she's still been doing some point-to-point riding oh, over really? here. And she was, again, using this as, as preparation for Kona. It's going to be really interesting to see how she goes in Kona, because uh, you know, I think she... she you think she'll do a top 10? I wouldn't be surprised if she did. Yep. I think she's going to get, have a really good swim over there because it's a non-wetsuit swim. Yep. I think she'll run really well. Uh, it's just how much time she loses on the bike. Yep. So She was second. Alison Fitch third and Belinda Granger fourth. Belinda got flatty. Oh, did she? Five minutes to repair. So you took hell. five minutes off. <laughs> she, she must have been killing them on the bike because she's still got the second fastest bike split. Yeah, true. So I, reckon, I reckon they've let us down again. Uh, you know what? I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> I've had enough. The, call the lawyers and lastly we had another 70.3 which was Monaco, Monaco. We don't, again they've let us down again John <laughs> we had Andreas Rayler and uh, Nicole Sp- uh, Sprig to take that out and they're both short course athletes uh, I think they both went to the Olympics I'm, Nic- uh, Nicholas Sprig-, Sprig definitely did she raced for Switzerland Andreas Rayler it's a German dude and I think he may have gone to the Olympics as well so well, you know not, what, not many Ironman guys were racing there that I could see Monaco's meant to be amazing isn't it it's supposed to be a great race yeah, it's quite tough that- Melina um, wants to do it, doesn't he? Mm. He always intends to do it. Okay, then what else is happening in our little world? Well, we've got some races coming up next weekend, and they are yeah. a spirit um, race in Montreal, which we've talked about over the years, and that's a combination big weekend. The years we've been doing it that long now, yeah, haven't we? I think that's probably the third. Time. The third, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they would be right, wouldn't it? Yeah. So they've, oh, they've got a whole series of races up there. In Canada. Oh, we've been married, mate. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I read the paper this morning. <laughs> And we've also got the uh, the great Colombian. Because I know States. how much you love getting your name out there, eh? I thought I'll say his name because you'll get his name in the paper. Because you get your name in the paper quite a bit, don't you? Uh, it's, it's occasionally. Have to, you have to get your photo in the paper, but not, not very yeah, often. Yeah, the photo. It's the next level. It's your next yeah. challenge. Okay, so hot topic of the week, which is brought to you by Arta Try, and we love Arta Try. If you're going to go on there and get some gear, it's IMT78, and uh, go on here and get some of the latest gear, and it's fashion. John's got his number one top on right yeah, now. Porno sent me through another photo the other day of me modelling somewhere. And he just had a try top on. Oh, nice. You, know, you, you just got to be fashion if you're going to wear it. <laughs> anyway, I'll go. Uh, 
normally we um, give away an Art of Try top to the... Yeah, but it's different this week, isn't it? The bit sort of one of the really good comments, but this week... Do you want to talk about this now or later? Might as well do it now. Well, so a few weeks ago we did the transitions, and I was helping you with Coach's Corner, wasn't I? I was mm-hmm. quite happy with that, to be honest. And uh, we, we said, if you can win a transition at, an, at a race, be the fastest transition, we're going to give you a T-shirt. Yeah. And cl- someone close to our heart, John. Mark... Pietrofessor. That's right. He won transition at what race was it? The big, I think it was a big oh. Kahuna half Ironman. And that's a great name for a race, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Let's be honest about it. Big <laughs> so I got the big Kahuna happening. The Albanator let us know about that. So Mark, right Mark is a listener of the show. Yep. Didn't nominate himself, but somebody else did. That's even better because you know, you're just humble. How did he do overall, I wonder? I don't have a clue. We'll have to. Do that. <laughs> yeah. but, so, Mark, you, we're going to send you a t-shirt, mate. Yeah. So you need to... Alvin will probably have to email you. Oh, no, I've got his email. I'll, oh, I'll email Mark. But I am going to put a, a new rule on this. Oh, okay. Okay, like, Mark has done a well. Give him a clap. But what well up, Mark. Very good. But from now onwards, it's got to be in an Ironman race. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Because okay. otherwise we get some blooming, yeah. you know, two people entry race. Yeah. 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 So from now onwards, we're, hey, Mark, we'll have your work. Yeah. You're the first ever on Ironman talk to win a t-shirt for a transition. But from now on, it's Ironman only. Ironman only. How about we say Juicy? Do you think I had a try? No, we don't. We don't a t-shirt. And it doesn't have to be an Ironman. It has to be an Iron Distance race. <coughs> oh, you reckon? Because otherwise we get one of those 40... No, I'm happy, I'm happy with Iron Distance. I'll try to pull, pull through. You love race. the Iron Distance, don't you? Yeah. You know, yeah, I love that. You love that. Right, so a few weeks ago, discussion of the week, I want a tattoo. Good old John vetoed me out. And I've yeah. noticed what you've done this week, and I have to admit it did make me laugh for discussion of the week, next week's one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. So... The Iron Man tattoo. Now, have you done your piece, John? Because I've done mine. Yeah. That's good. Well, how about you go first while I pull my... Oh, no, mine are up. So if you want to go first, or I can go first. Oh, no, we've got one of the same. Oh, Oh, no. no. I'm going to go first then, (laughs) because it's my first one. (laughs) So this is by Jared uh, Woolbridge. It's certainly a personal choice, but I say naggers to personal choice. Some people aren't clever enough to make them, and so such choices should be made for them, either by state, or by better by me iron tattoos are a good example iron is just a trademark you wouldn't have McDonald's tattoo because they can stomach their milkshakes or an Apple Mac just because you can afford one of their uh, second rate computers I've actually got an Apple computer tattoo yeah we no. do, yeah. <laughs> no, I noticed that your Apple is not actually working today no it is it's just yeah. whatever as such uh, you should not be allowed to have one uh, here's some more points tattoos are stupid Iron Man tattoos are stupid. People with a combination of the aforementioned are stupid. Viva la ITU. <laughs> I agree, Jared. I've done listen to our show, mate. We're Iron Man talk. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Jesus. Righty ho. Frankly, uh, at 60 years of age and having completed Iron Man Arizona this year, my better half thought an M dot tattoo would be a statement to the young ones that old folks can do Iron Man too. Have mixed emotions on it overall, but think it is up to the individual. Although I did find out that if I get a tattoo, no swimming or sweating for one to two weeks to, to let the tattoo take. No idea when that will ever happen. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. So he's actually got the tattoo? He has. No, he hasn't. Because you know who Frank Lee is? No. And I'm in Russ. He came oh, okay. up the saying. I'm pretty sure that's Frank. Oh. And he lives, he lives with, by with Johnny Cash, the song. Um, Jackson? Yes. Oh, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, that's like that. my song I dance with Thomas with all around our lives. Really? Yeah. Can you do, can you do the voice? Oh, yeah. Go, go, go. No, no, no. No, because you sounded really good there. Go. Okay. No, I don't. Oh, come on, man. They wanted you to do it. You're trying to ridicule me on air. I'm not. Because I can't do it. Because I'm hey, I'm Johnny Cash. I can't do it. Go. Carry, carry on. Oh, <laughs> you've broken people. Everyone's waiting for you to do it. Go on. No. Uh, <laughs> Nick Moore. How's that one? Morales? Uh, I think it's a personal choice, just like any non tri related related tattoo is. 
people have their own reasons for getting a tattoo. Yes, some people do it for bringing purposes, but heck, if they've earned it, let it be. Don't cr- critique them for accomplishing for an, an accomplishment they want to brag about or remember. Is there a right or wrong choice to choose from? Uh, design to choose from? No. I never wanted a tattoo in my life before Iron Man. A couple of months after finishing my first Iron Man, I decided to get one. Now when I, the going gets tough, all I have to do is look at my tattoo. By looking at it, I know that whatever the task ahead is not impossible, for I never imagined in my life that I would ever be able to start or finish an Iron Man event. And he's also sent through his tattoo. I respect the decision of people that don't get one. I don't critique them, or nor do I encourage them. Their reason for not getting one is as valid as the reason for me getting one. Oh, yeah. It's a good conversation starter. Mm. Okay. Dawn Elder. She only put this in four hours before I printed it off this morning, so she got in by the scruff of her... You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did get one after my first Iron Man, originally because I felt like it was tradition. I have mine on the back of my neck and have long hair, so I only show it off when I'm training. Since having my second spinal surgery, it has taken on a whole new meaning. Right after surgery, when I was in extraordinary pain and heading out to do my blistering 20-minute um, mild, my tattoo served to remind me of exactly what represents anything as possible. Now, uh, in this point of my recovery, when I do feel better, but real training is many months away, it reminds me how strong I am in the mind and the body uh, is coming along. Not much different from racing an Ironman, really. <coughs> well, that is pretty crazy, a spinal injury. Mm. Uh, Pete Hagen, uh, I'm not a tattoo guy. Having said that, I do have an M dot uh, with... Uh, 140.6 he's got a link to it as well I waited one year after completing my first Ironman in 2006 to get the tattoo it's pretty much permanent so why rush getting it completing my first Ironman was a defining moment for who I am and what I accomplished through Christ and the support of my friends and family to me it's a reminder of what I can do when I put my mind to it I've looked at it many times when I'm a bit down or out of energy you see in 2004 I attempted my first Ironman and came out well, came within eight miles of finishing before I was overcome with cramps and dizziness, chronic crossing the finish line in an ambulance. I couldn't rest, uh, rest it. Well, I had tried Ironman and failed. It had to be an Ironman. While anyone who finishes an Ironman distance race will always have the memories and discipline of the journey which took them there, I opted for the physical reminder, the tattoo. And lastly, uh, honourable mention, Jason McKenzie, or have you said his last name? How do you say that? Lenski Lenski um, I would get the Iron Talk tattoo just for a free jersey yes. you know what if, someone, if people I'm willing to pay I'm willing to <laughs> sacrifice some money I will pay for someone to get a jersey if they get a real Iron Talk not one of these buddies put on with spit ones we used to <laughs> yeah, no no no, no, no. <laughs> I will buy you a jersey if you get yeah. an Iron Talk tattoo but we could too we could do we could get some of those stick on ones for people when they're racing yeah, and they could have you actually John I like you yeah, yeah. Johnny, yeah. say how would Johnny Cash say that Oh, God, you were just about going to do it. No. Oh. I don't have a third one because Bevan stole mine. Well, so this week. So, no. oh, oh, yeah, okay, your thoughts. Uh, I'm not into tattoos, so I wouldn't get one. And uh, I, Come on, be honest. Come on, spit it out. What are you really thinking? <laughs> no, I think um, I, I kind of like, like how, for a lot of people, it represents you know, a massive achievement. Yep. But what gets me is that I'm um, WTC is a money-hungry organisation. So you if, think... If, if it was a just an organisation that was you know putting on the races and it wasn't profit driven it wouldn't have such a big deal about it yep. um, so so you struggle it, with the values of the company yeah if if hypothetically if I was ever going to get one I wouldn't get an M dot I would be something you know related to Iron Man uh, rather than their actual logo yeah I'm kind of like and to be honest I don't see myself ever getting one myself um <clears throat> Hey, I'm just not really into tattoos. My dad was a bit of a hard man when he was younger. He's got lots yeah. of tattoos, and he was, don't get tattoos, boy. <laughs> and he's got some pretty rough ones. But um, 
Yeah, I, I, I can see why people get it and why people wouldn't get it because I do understand like someone like you who thinks, well, you know, this company doesn't really represent the values that I believe. Mm. But then I can see that, you know, Iron Man does represent certain values and mm. some people that are quite prominent. And so, and if people want to get them, I kind of see. Um, so I don't really have a for or against for. I, I, will, I, I guarantee I won't get one myself, but um, yeah, I don't really mind either way. Each their own. Yeah. But I do, you know what? I do think it's kind of cool. And like, they had some good examples. Some people put some links to. Go on to Athletics and check them out. Some, like the girl with the maple leaf. Did you see that? Oh, she got a real nice maple leaf done on her foot with an iron dot. You, you yeah. just give me the funny look. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so there's some real nice examples of it. And there's another one on um, TriTalk. And the guy had the Iron Man and had like little circles of the countries he'd done it in. So, you know, and I think for the person getting it, that means a lot to them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm into it if you want to do it. Bring it on. Yeah. So this week, a while ago, no, no, it's not quite the cookbook, but you've kind of disguised it another way. Yeah. A while ago, I vetoed John's cookbook, and so John's gone on and he's got from Nick Rose. Which did you get this from the Athletics List? Yes. You? Yeah. Uh, give me fast, healthy recipes that tick all the right food groups and can be made in under twenty minutes. Yeah. So cookbooks, <laughs> you, can either, you can either recommend a recipe or you can recommend a cookbook or a web link or something like that what about Johnny Cash cookbook would you get that possibly oh he started to go there <laughs> okay you got to do it by the end of the show you got to okay so that's uh, what's that that's uh, news and discussion for the week Did you notice how that music sounded kind of Johnny Cash? It did sound very Johnny Cash. <laughs> oh, I see. Go again. Mm, no. no. <laughs> Go listen carefully. Oh, man, you had it for a second there. Yeah. <laughs> he even puts a face on. I'm loving it. Okay, so uh, age group of the week. We've got, an, uh, we've got an email sent through from, let me have a look here, from Paul uh, Andreas. Maybe I'll give Andreas, it yep. yep. And it says a little bit like this. I would like to say that Dwight Conring, did you say that? Yep, yep, go with that. Should be considered for age group of the week, maybe this month. Well, that's good. We're going to give it to him this month. After receiving a heart transplant 22 years ago, I th- and, well, I'll keep reading. Dwight has been worked his way worked his way up to an Ironman. He completed the 2008 Canadian Ironman in time of 15 hours and 33 minutes and 26 seconds. And they gave the splits. It was a truly an inspirational thing to witness. This performance embodies the heart of the sport that started, stated by John Collins, founder of Ironman. Ironman has always been about finishing what you have started. After being able to do what you have set out to do, and maybe not as fast as the person in front of you, but certainly faster than the person who had never started. Uh, he's, he's also put a clip on there. Uh, he gave us a link to a YouTube clip, which I actually watched, and there's a bit of a report on a local news station. And I think what they're saying on there, from what I, I watched it a few weeks ago, to be honest, that he was one of the first ever heart transplant, transplant um, mm-hmm. people ever. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, and he'd been wanting to do this for years. And um, his doctors kind of said, well, you know, probably not the best idea, but, yeah. you know, if you're willing to work towards it slowly. And he, he comes across as just one of those guys who's ultra determined to achieve his goals. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd attempted a half and. They looked at his heart rates and it wasn't too flash, but he decided. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I don't think it was going to kill him, but they were kind of like, well, this, really this, you know, there's a risk involved with him doing this, isn't yeah. it? And uh, but he ended up doing it there, and uh, yeah, amazing effort. I guess that's uh, an interesting one for the race organisers to accept his entry first. Or they, yeah. does he have to tell them? Yeah, well, you have to say if you've got oh, any med- med- yeah. medical conditions yeah, or true. something like yeah. that, and where's the liability lie? And uh, you know, it's not so much, maybe not so much about the liability, but it always, if somebody dies at a race, it's a bit of a downer for the race. Well, you know, like for the race, okay, so, you know, sometimes we have freakish things which kind of suck in our sport where people mm. die. But there's also, you know, like for me, I'd love to climb Everest, but the idea of climbing Everest, what were you laughing at? <laughs> I just, 
remember this thing that you said one of the funniest things I've, he- I've heard you, it wasn't funny you said on the show when you were interviewing Felix yeah and um, you, you said so you, your father died last year how, how was that for you <laughs> and I just what's how he supposed to respond to that <laughs> oh I can tell a funny I'm teaching a class at the gym the other day going what'd you get your dad for Father's Day and there people yelling at crap and one girl brought a dad like flowers yeah. and I'm like flowers and I was giving her a bit of shit because I know her kind of well I get flowers and I was going to the guys in the class who likes flowers after the class she told me your dad had died oh, <laughs> and oh it didn't get went down like a letter oh it wasn't oh, good yeah. but luckily she was in good spirit she was a good chick um, but anywho um, yeah but so I'd love to climb Everest you know like I, in my time I would, and I would like to knock Everest out it'd be something that'd be really cool to do in your time thing is there is while I've heard it's not as physically demanding as an Ironman there is a high risk of dying yeah, yeah. and you know like so for me it really does change the perspective on why I want to, would want to do it and when I would want to do it like having a daughter you know I really can't really do it until she's an adult at least mm. and so you know, like when you go into an Ironman, sure, that's a challenge, but going to an Ironman with the idea that maybe you could die because of it, mm. you know, imagine that. a big deal. Yeah, it's a huge deal, isn't it? Did so, how old he is? Well, he had a heart He was in his hope. 50s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he looked like a thick guy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, like he looked like he was in good neck. And so, at this, at this juncture, listen to the show, Big Jim. Big Jim. He had a heart uh, operation recently, a friend of mine. Uh, and we hope you get well, Big Jim, and you can see what can be done. Hopefully, it's not going to take you 22 years. <laughs> but uh, what, did, what did you get done? He, he didn't have a heart transplant, but uh, he, bypass or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. So, Big Jim, hope oh, you're getting better well, soon. Big Jim, I'm in talk community, sending you some love. Getting yeah. emotional today, mate. Yeah, cool. it's deep. Okay, so um, we're going to say, what is it? Dwight Croning, you are our age, age group of the week. week. Love your work, mate. Love your work. Okay, what are we going to do here? We're going to go pause, and we're going to put some more music on for you. I'm going to try some more Johnny Cash music. Okay. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> that was more Elvis, but... Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> Here we go. One, two, three, four. High five. I was into it that time, wasn't it? Do you know, you know my favourite Johnny Cash song at the moment? What is it? Uh, Highwayman with um, oh, Willie Nelson. Yeah. That's an awesome song. There's about four of them, isn't there? I don't know, I've just got the best of Johnny Cash and it's track... 11 yeah. or 13 How's it go? I was a hard one No it's Yeah no 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 I wasn't trying to give shit there Because yeah. I love Johnny Cash My favourite Johnny Cash song is Hurt Now it's not on his best of Because Okay I'm going to go off the show here Johnny Cash In his end of his career Went to a guy called Rick Rubin Who's one of the world's top music producers mm-hmm. And he said to him Look you know can, can you do something for the end of my career And he said I want you to lose your band I just want to have you and the guitar mm-hmm. And then what he did Is he got him covering A lot of popular songs of the time okay. Yeah and the last song Johnny Cash ever released Is a song called Hurt Which is a Nine Inch Nails song And the Nine Inch Nails songs To be honest is a bit average But Johnny Cash released it And it's amazing And it's the last video he ever did And he, and he does it And you see him He's an old man And he died yeah. Before it was released, and mm. go on YouTube. It's, it's an, I'll actually put a link to it on our website. It's oh, yeah. spine tingling stuff. I hurt myself today. Okay. See, I can't do it. You've got to do it for me. You, you know? Hey, what are we doing? We're doing a high five. Okay, John, what's the high five on? Okay, Todd Johnson sent this in. It's on being organised. Todd did his first Ironman last year in uh, Florida. Nice. Uh, but he's taking a bit of a family se- family season this year, so he's yeah. not doing it this year. But we'll probably be back next year. You need to do this, John. So he's one uh, for you, one for the family. Exactly. So he's done a high five on being organised and making sure you sort of make the most of your time and reduce stress levels and uh, create more time for, for recovery. Okay. Here we Number go. one. Uh, have all ch- training sessions planned for the week. So instead of waking up each day, just figuring out what you're going to do, maybe on Sunday night, 
right up a schedule. Do you do that? Because I do that. Sunday night I sit down for half an hour and play my week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I've, I'm a pretty strong diary man now, so I'll put my stuff Yeah, well, I have a diary, so I do it through yeah. my diary. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, one thing that's good about that is if you also use a coach and you've got a training plan to stick to, you can obviously just transfer your training plan into that. But having said that, if you do have a coach and you've got a plan and you... You know, if you're going to have to change it, and you know you're going to have to change it, do it at the start of the week rather than pissing around during the week and sort of. Meaning, I'm not sure things. what you mean there. Well, say you've got you know you've got your, your seven day schedule there, and you know you can't do your Thursday session on Thursday. Yep. So at the start of the week, decide how you're going to get things done, and, okay. and communicate with your coach if you're going to change something. Okay, great. Because that frustrates you as a coach, doesn't it, John? It would do. Yes. yes, it would do. Number two, plan all meals for the week in advance and ensure all ingredients are on hand for preparation. Prepare any food in advance which may be refrigerated or frozen for reheating later. Soups, stews, tomato sauces, some meats, etc. Measure dry uh, goods which may be needed, rice, pasta, in a separate Ziploc bags for quick use when needed. Also ensure you have all the needed nutrition for training, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, water bottles washed and everything. We're list people in terms of sorting our shopping out each week. Sunday shopping day, get everything for the week, get sorted. So I like that. Also saves lots of money as well, doesn't it? It does. And I I think Scott um, Gordo often talks about Scott Molina giving him quite a few tips in terms of being organised and uh, just having all that food just ready to go so you're not sitting around. Well, I think the thing is, that's one thing we talk about for fitness is that if. For example, me today, I didn't have any food ready to eat, so I just went and had a bag of chips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if the food's there ready to eat, you'll go with the healthy option. Mm-hmm. And the option that's a wiser, it was only a small pack for my oh. daughter's school lunches. I go for big packs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, have all clothing washed, ironed if needed, and ready for use of the work. Uh, oh. Ready for the week, work and training. I was going to say, who irons their training gear? Sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Some people would, though. I don't really iron my work gear because I don't no, really have work gear. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally I do want to go out. A shirt, maybe. Yeah, that's, sure, that's yeah. about as far. Check the weather forecast for the week and have an alternative solution for indoor training sessions and plan for weather effects for the outdoor sessions. Especially when you've got your weekends coming up. You know. that's a, that is a good thing, isn't it? It is. You don't want to become a window trainer. So I had um, somebody who I went out for about a three, just over a three-hour ride this morning and one of the guys that I coached sort of emailed me and was saying, are we riding today? And it was kind of a bit drizzly and it was yeah. a bit miserable. I said, bloody hell, we're riding today, yeah. you know. But if it's... Did he turn up? No. <laughs> if, it's, if it's forecast, you know, to be a, a, a typhoon or something like that, then obviously try to get yourself organised so you can get your key sessions done. And that's really important when you're getting into, like, the last 10 to 12 weeks of the uh, a sort of a build-up for a race. Yep. Okay, is it you next? It's you next. Uh, number five, make sure non-training commitments, family, work, social, etc., and training sessions do not conflict, especially on the long training days. Great. So I think the key there is probably... Once you've written up your program, which was point number one, show it to your partner, wife, family, and say, this is what i got planned. You and then, you know what, that's that. also having a great diary is really important. Mm. You know, um, a while ago I talked about getting things done in the book, and we've had a lot of emails from people asking us about that book, and um, it's, it's, it's really just about knowing what's going to happen in your week and making sure that when your wife says to you, okay, well, let's go out for the movies on Thursday night, that you don't you put that in your diary straight away, so then you don't plan something else and it becomes conflict because you haven't planned things well, and it's planning well eliminates a lot of stress that can come around from not planning well exactly so, uh, if all else fails be flexible it's number six be flexible and adaptable to whatever problems arise and that's true too eh? mm. over the theory in life it always works out and if you kind of you know you, you make things work just a bit of a side note to these is a, a while ago I did mention the now no the getting things done mm-hmm. there's another book which I highly recommend which is called The Now Habit which is a similar kind yeah. of book but they put more of a focus on uh, the importance of recreational time and family time, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. 
And this is one other thing I'll talk about here. It's uh, by a guy called Merlin Mann, and it's called Zero Inbox, and it's about uh, how to have your emails. <laughs> you don't have Zero Inbox. <laughs> so don't watch. Let's go to my inbox now. Oh, no, your, your Gmail one. Yeah, because you don't delete them. Yeah, but you still can't find things easily. Yeah, because I've got a great search. Have you got Gmail? Don't, don't criticise it until you try it, mate. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> Johnny Cash wouldn't. Um, so, but okay, let's go to my other mode. I don't have it on this computer. Um, but yeah, and that's a, it goes for about an hour. And this guy called Merlin Mann, who's one of the kind of organisational kind of guys, and he does his talk to Google about it. The Google starts. And these people get like thousands of emails. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's saying, how do you deal with this? And he comes up with a strategy that's quite good. And I've adapted that strategy to my life. And it, yeah. it's definitely, you know, because I, I tend to get about 80 emails a day. And most of them I have to respond to. So it's like, yeah, definitely. So, uh, so organization. Why is organization important, John? Do you yep, reckon? very good. Todd Johnson, thank no, you very what, much. What do you, what do you think is important? Why do I think it's important? Yeah. Just so you keep everything in balance and get things done and don't procrastinate too much. Big thing that but I As do. an athlete? Oh, yeah. And I think a big thing for one of the key things I do is, as I said, write, writing the schedule at the start of the week in my diary. And I write what time I'm going out training, especially for us because we've got flexible schedules. Yeah. Really easy for us to procrastinate and not get things done. So, write time, get the training done. If I have to adapt because of weather, then so be it. Another quick tip is always have your gear ready. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're the kind of person who packs for the day ahead at the night time, have all your training gear ready because sometimes you can use that as an excuse to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you get your gear ready, there's another 20 minutes gone. What are you going to, is your clothing going to match? Yeah, definitely, you know. <laughs> have your shoes cool. Yeah. You know, you've got a hat that's cool as well. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful stuff. Okay then, put some more music on, John. Let's see if I can find some more Johnny Cash. <laughs> Anything to say Johnny Cash? No. Ah. Website of the week. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful thing, John. It is. So, uh, triathlonranking.com. Now, someone sent us through. Like, who sent us through? I think it's Nick Morales. He's been featuring the show a bit today. Yes. It's not going to be the next show, though. No, you need a bit more. You need to have all the content, don't you? Yeah. Because when Glenn and, who was it, Thomas Peoples, are the only yeah. people who have shows named after them, they did the whole content for the whole show. <laughs> yeah. They did, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much. And that's pretty much what, if you want a show named after you, you have to come up with uh, pretty much, not the news, but a topic. Yeah. High five, Coach's Corner, yeah. uh, Website of the Week, and anything else we Edge can do. Edge Group of the Week, do we Edge say? Edge Group of the Week, yep. Yeah. So it's, it's hard hour, work. One hour of content. We don't just give that kind of label away, do we, John? We don't give things like that no, away, Bevan. No way. No, no that's why there are two people in two and a half years. Mm. <laughs> anyway, triathlonranking.com. Now, this is a website that's obviously devoted to is it triath- it's more than a longer go. distance triathlon. Here we go. So the main goal of this website... Oh, there we go. The main goal of this website uh, is to give long-distance triathlon an indicator of who is currently the best triathlete, men and women, in long-distance triathlon. I'm still working on the site. This uh, weekend's results are completed. Blah, blah, okay. So what you can basically do is he's got a, a current ranking of top 10 male and female. Yep. He's also got um, rankings by country. Yep. Uh, and, oh, there we go. Maybe just have a pause there for a second. Oh, wait a second. I'm just going to build a bit of a pause right here, John. Let's just pause. It's like we had a bit of a pause there, mate. Glad to see we did our piece yeah. this week. Well, you didn't, mate. So last week he gives me this email, oh, PPPs, and then this week he rings me. When we went to start the show at one, he rings me at two to one, one to one. Ten to one. And he goes to me, I'm going to be late, I've got to do my piece. All I would do, I will just refer back to the article. <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to be here or not. <laughs> Love your work. That was a good call. Okay, so we know, so triathlon ranking. So what they've done is they've, he's created a system. I don't know who it is. He hasn't got his name on here, but he's created a system which ranks races 
and gives them different categories and then you get points for categories overall which then he gives them a, a top 10 basically so at the moment for example Stephen Bayless is Dominating. Dominating. is on 127. Uh, Terenzo Bazone is on 90. And Craig Alexander is on 83. Now on the girls' side of things, it's again, it's a Bella and Steven show. Yeah, she's dominating again. And you've got Belinda Granger at second and Chrissy Wellington at third. And mm. at four. So one of my crit- was going to be a criticism of the size. You've really got to have races that, that are weighted quite heavily. So if it's a really strong field, you know, if you get a, a top 10 in Kona, you're going to get lots of points. Like you get a lot, I think you should get a lot more points for getting top 10 in Kona than, say, winning Ironman UK or yeah, Ironman totally, because, because yeah, it's, it's a strong field. It's a lot harder. Or like Germany so, or something like that. But it sounds like he has attempted to do this, but I don't think it quite reflects it yet. Um, so he does have different weightings. Well, he's got here the point scale category I made Hawaii the most important than other classic races like Australia, Canada, blah, blah, blah. Um, because they're at least 15 years old so he's also put like if you're a more traditional race you get more of a oh, ranking nice some effort into here yeah for the top 10 I make no difference between age groupers and pros okay good country ranking oh, who cares about that uh, only athletes I, I care about country ranking okay well okay five best athletes in the country <laughs> per race yeah uh, only athletes finishing in the top 10 except for Kona can score points uh, for example Sadler and Badman are amongst the best athletes but are not yet to in the ranking because they're not to no, no important races. Okay, so I think probably the, we're we're viewing this site mid-season, and I think what would be really good is to have a view of this site at the end of the season, mm. because then all the races will be done and dusted, and we'll be able to get the Kona results in there. And I think then it might might uh, fluctuate things a little bit because currently, you know, Stephen and Bella fantastic, doing really well, yeah, winning winning not races. Than Chris, are they? Yeah. So yeah. this is performing the athlete that is racing regularly and doing really yeah, well. Yeah, it does favour someone who races a lot, doesn't it? Because mm. you've got more chances of scoring points. Totally. Yeah. Who would be your top three men at the moment? My top three men. Wow. Mm. Let's have a go. Um, well, Chris McCormick. Yeah. Um. You know what? I, I just because after listening to Chris Alanos, I reckon he's mm-hmm. going to be up there and Alexander probably. Okay. Well, well I'd probably have Patrick Verne in there. I rate him. You do. So he might be in my top three. But I think Chris McCormick, maybe Verne, and then yeah, maybe Aliko Lanos. Um, they've got the, the thing is in here. They've also got seventy point three races, so you get yeah, you know, and they race both. really regularly. So Terenzo Bazzoni does a lot of seventy point three, so he's ranked quite high. So I'd probably prefer just to see iron distance races what here. What about your top three checks? Uh, I would say well, definitely Chrissy, yeah. and then I would say um, Van, Vler- Van Vlerken, and then Erica some more. Oh, really? Mm. Really? Yep. Wow. How else would you have in there? Oh, I don't know. I didn't really thought about it. I was surprised yeah. by that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so it's a good site. He's making good. I think this is going to take well, a little time. I, I think, in a way, it's kind of cool because it does reward athletes who are racing. Because mm. that's one of the problems in our sport is that you get someone like Chris, well, Chris McCormick races a little bit, but you get like people who only race two IMNs a year. Mm. You know, maybe do Cam, you don't see Cameron Brown's name on there. No, and it's like, sure, he's still one of the top guys, and this doesn't mean you don't look at him and think, well, he's not worth looking at. But mm. at the same time, it's recognizing how these guys, you know, what at the moment Stephen Bayless is winning the most races, mm. and so he probably deserves to be, you know, like yeah. So I don't mind the system. I think it's kind of cool. If you want to go check it out, he's got all the how the criteria work and everything. Triathlonranking.com. Yeah, great. Okay, uh, questions and answers. Radio, let's go, let's go. Okay, first one in is from Julia Jones. Hi, boys. Hi. I like that. Hey, Julia. Hi, boys. Hey, boys. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast since she said, hey, men. number 52. Mm. What happened, brother? You can listen to the first 52 if you want. They're not quite yeah. as... Yeah, the first one was great. <laughs> that was quality. <laughs> quality. <laughs> um, thanks for giving me laughs during training hours. I have a question for you. I'd like to buy a new wetsuit, wet and I'm undecided whether to go for a long oh. sleeve again or a sleeveless. 
my long sleeve um, suit, I feel that the arm movement is restricted a little and maybe makes me um, more tired during the swim. Water temperature is not an issue as I live in Italy. Oh, would you love to live in Italy? I'd like to live in warm part of Italy. Yeah. Or maybe live in southern Italy during winter and then northern Italy during summer. That would be uh. awesome. Uh, it's too bloody hot in southern Italy, I think, during summer. Is it? Uh, Have you been to Italy? Yep. yep. Epic came Italy this year. Oh, I've been to Italy a few <laughs> times. Uh, so the water's warm, so it's not too much. Okay, so what she wants to know is she wants, can she get a, get a sleeve or not, John? Yep. Um, so the, you've sort of got the pros and cons. So the thing with wetsuits is they do need to be reasonably tight. You don't want to have a loose wetsuit because then you're just going to fill up with water and you're just going to be kind of defeating the purpose. Yeah. You know? So we always sort of hark back to how much a wetsuit will gain you, and it's probably somewhere between 5 to 10 seconds per 100 metres. Which is significant. Really significant. Mm. You still see some people <coughs> not wearing wetsuits when they're racing. It's like... Silly. 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 So the advantage of the long sleeve is by having... Um, the long sleeves, it gives you slightly more buoyancy, so it is going to be a little bit faster. Uh, you've got less, probably a little bit less chance of water coming in. I do know that some guys that wear the short sleeves, um, they do get a bit more water sort of going in under their arms, uh, so that's another issue. Uh, there, the long sleeves have got less chance of that happening, and it's obviously a little bit warmer, but that's not going to be too much of an issue for you. In terms of the short sleeve, you get marginally more flexibility through your shoulders, which as you've sort of stated, does mean you get a little bit less tired. Um, but is that, is that really significant? Is that much of a problem? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But, okay. uh, but I think it's outweigh. I think personally, I think the long sleeve is a better option. I think you get a little more flexibility um, uh, and movement with the, the short sleeve, but I think that's outweighed by the speed advantage you get from the long sleeve. The other thing with a short sleeve is you do get a better feel for the water because you know when you put your wetsuit on and you dive in, you don't really feel the water. Yeah. And when you've got a short sleeve on, you can feel the water on your arm, on your hands. Have you ever a lot better. One? Yeah, yeah, I used to have one when I first started. Okay. That used to be the big thing. No, nobody, Everybody used to think the long sleeve ones were just woeful. Oh, really? Um, but but in, were they woeful at that time? Well, in the early days, they didn't have as good a flexibility. But these yeah. days, most of the suits have really good flexibility. So my suggestion would probably be go to go for the long sleeve one the best thing you can try to do is try to try one on and try the two on and go for a like for like basis yeah. uh, the other it thing is about you being comfortable as well isn't it with the it thing is. you're using yeah, yeah. Uh, can't think about the other thing I was going to say okay uh, Gary Fagan, is there any chance of doing a review on aero helmets? Whilst I believe there's nothing like nothing more dickish than a 14-hour Ironman with a pointy helmet with a tail in the air like the windbreaker, I'm interested in whether or not you think they're worth the investment. Mm. Uh, with the dollars still in a silly exchange rate, I could buy one at half price. Bevan, it's not so silly anymore. It's going good for Kiwis. Is it? Is it it's go- down to like 0.68. It was like 0.8 earlier in the year. Oh really? But that's well, that's good for Kiwis if you're getting money from overseas. Yeah. Well, that's good for you. Yeah. Good for <laughs> most most other Kiwis are going. It sucks because when you go travelling, anybody going to cut is going. Damn it! Should have prepaid. Okay, so uh, anyone a try kit? So neither Bevan or I. I don't think you've worn an arrow helmet, have I've you? Never, I've never even used one. No. Okay, so um, I, so I'm going to cite here a couple of uh, interesting articles you can have a read of. So neither Bevan and I have worn arrow helmets, so we can't give you know, our opinion no. in terms of whether that we think they're faster or not. Um, there's a really good article on Slow Twitch. Yep. Um, so we'll put a link on there. It's www.imantalk.com. John Cobb, um, who's a fairly well-respected aerodynamics guru. He did quite a bit of work with Lance Armstrong in the day. And he makes some claims that it's uh, really significant. So he, oh, really? He was saying that with Lance Armstrong's one, they, when they did the wind tunnel testing, he would estimate that he would get around about one and three-quarter miles over 100 miles oh, really? gained from an aero helmet. Okay, but let's put this in perspective. Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Great rider. The, I'll tell you what. Who would be able to keep still the whole time, mm. you know, train discipline and position. 
this is where the interesting part comes in. Oh, back it up. <laughs> we, we always say, oh, you don't put your tail up in the end, yeah. up in the air. What, what, when they were doing this research, uh, they were saying, you know, that the best position for you, Lance, is to be looking down. Oh, really? So the tail was up? Yeah, but that was with the, the, the Giro design one that was kind of a bit square. Yeah. So it was a bit of a funny shape. It wasn't the sort of standard, just straight, ta- straight yeah. tail. So I found that really fascinating that he was t- told... How do you know which one to get? Like, are they the same? And oh, that's the thing we have to... Maybe we, can, we can do a bit more <coughs> on this, but I think the first, first port of call would be to go and read the Sotwitch article. And he, he claims, uh, well, apparently early on, when the first Aero helmets came out, they thought they made a very negligible difference, like next yeah. to nothing. Yeah. Um, but now he's claiming that the newer ones um, make a significant advantage. So uh, Significant, but it's one of those things that is an advantage for the guy going faster, isn't it? Mm. You know, mm. so the faster yeah. you are. So like for a 15, 16 hour Ironman, yeah. you're wasting your money really, aren't you? I think you'd be better off spending your money elsewhere. Yeah, like you'd better off getting some wheels. Mm. But if money's not an issue... And you've yeah, got plenty of it, yeah. why not? I yeah. don't think it's going to slow you down. I think the, the, the other interesting article we had recently is completely blowing all this out of the water is Brett Sutton saying they're a waste of time. Yeah. Um, so you think you have to weigh up the comfort factor, mm. um, and neither of, our, neither of us Because he didn't like the heat factor, did he? Mm. Yeah. So that's another sort of fairly important consideration, especially if you're doing a hot race. If you start to get a hot head, it's, it's not good. But you know what's cool? What's you have cool? to admit when someone's got a cool aero bike that yeah, it's yeah. the same colour kit on they've got the aero it looks cool doesn't yeah, it yeah they do yeah. that's why people buy them because people like um, Chris McCormick look really cool because they don't have to pay for anything but Chris McCormick doesn't wear one does he he does I didn't cone last year yeah, he first time. Specialized one. yeah so yeah we're not experts on it but we'll just refer you to a couple of uh, hey, if we don't know here. the answers we'll point you towards the answers there's also a good uh, there was also a good little thread on duathlon.com on aero helmets and a few guys that also there citing some fairly interesting research so yeah, comfort is a key thing. Comfort is a key thing. Beautiful. Okay, this one's from John. He's got, hey boys, I enjoyed listening to your show for the past 50 or so episodes. It's gotten me into sprint distance and my first I'm in Florida this November. Good luck in November then, John. I hope you'll do a show as mentioned was expected for your first I'm in. What's happening with that, John? It's coming. Yeah, I'm sure it is, yeah. I have a bizarre question. No, I think we can do it in segments. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. I was actually thinking about doing it next week. Oh, really? It's, it's Business time. First, Love your work. First segment. Have you heard um, Flight of the Concords? Yeah, I watch them occasionally. Do you like it? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's one of those things, a little bit's good, but too much is like... I haven't seen it all. Yeah. Oh, the movie or the... No, no, the, the, the TV programmes. Yeah. I haven't seen them all. Uh, some, there's, there's a classic one on uh, this Indian guy who's being really racist to them because he thinks they're Australians. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I have seen that's that, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, you know, they've, only done, they've only done one series? Yeah, 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 and they're only they're going to do one more series, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, they would have made millions. Mm. Yeah, good on them. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Anyway, no, you can interrupt. I always interrupt you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, a bizarre question, which I wanted to get uh, your opinion on: uh, with the ever increasing jellyfish population, especially in Panama City and the Gulf of Mexico, over the past summer, one thing that has cropped into my mind is: what if you were to get one of those bloody suckers stinging you during the swim, and you tend to be very allergic to this kind of thing? I'm trying to think of the positive things that could happen in a race, although I think it's an equally important to prepare for what could go wrong now before the b-man goes joking about this i like the b-man it's yep. got a good ring to it seriously what would you do if such a gnarly thing actually happened thanks to the continual effort and support you we support you in everything you do beautiful todd oh it's todd todd in georgia best thing you can do todd i actually uh, wrote to somebody who has experience on this gordo he got stung um when he was in kona a couple of times really so, yeah yeah when he was racing is it common uh i don't know 
I'm not sure, but he mm. has really bad reactions. So Gordo actually referred me to Wikipedia. So what I'd suggest Good you do... Good Wikipedia. It's is, always on Wikipedia, yeah, eh? Go on to Wikipedia, do a bit of a search on there. You've um, got a book here, haven't you? And maybe you could just put this book up on the site somehow, maybe a link to oh, it. Oh, you haven't given me the link. You've just oh, given me... Okay, so go on to Wikipedia, but Gordo says most things are minor and you simply keep racing. He won Ultraman in 2002 and simply rode his bike with one eye swollen shut. After a few hours of, after a few hours, the swelling went down. In 2003, I had a bigger reaction and ended up in hospital. Wow. The nice thing about an Ironman swim is uh, that you have hundreds of people in front of you and likely a wetsuit, therefore a big sting is unlikely. So yeah, Gord- true. Gordo's experiences in, in, in Ultraman when you're probably swimming by yourself, yourself or, yeah. or with a couple of people, whereas unless you're at the front of an Ironman, the, the likelihood is, is a lot less. So I don't think it's something you want to get too seriously stressed about, but uh, go and check out Wikipedia. We'll maybe put a link on there. So, if, so what Gordo's really saying here is that you can keep going unless it's really dramatic. And I think the, the thing to be aware of is if you do experience it in a race is to stay calm, mm. not to panic, and just to maybe go for a little bit longer and see if you're feeling, if you feel that you're getting really bad, where you want to get help. Mm. But, it, you know, it's really just assessing the situation, taking the emotion out of it, so not stressing, just think, okay, this is what's happened. Let's just maybe swim through this next section see how I feel when you get off the bike onto the bike you still feel well or if you're finding you get an allergic reaction that's actually causing big problems then you need to get help straight away yeah Dr. Bevan is in the house <laughs> yeah Dr. what was he what did he call me Big B Big B <laughs> something like that um, okay then next question uh, <laughs> we have a habit of today of just referring people off to other websites <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually know anything about no, anything let's not deny it Rob Wilby uh, Rob uh, he sent us through an email he raced um, Almira uh, which was a lot well, long course champs the weekend before. Okay, um, yep. But they also had, which we didn't mention, they had the traditional Almira Triathlon, which is an iron distance race on the day before. They had the world long distance champs. Yep. And he said somebody who won was Gerrit Schnellens. I'm pretty sure he's from Belgium. He went uh, 8 hours 20, and he holds the course record at 8 hours 11, and he ran a 2 hour 50 marathon. So there was a, an iron distance race there as well. Uh, and he also mentioned about how long the swim was. Apparently, it was um, around about 4.7 kilometres. And yeah. a lot of people struggled with he that. He did like an hour 40, didn't he? Yeah, it was supposed to be four because it was a, uh, long, a course. long course race. Do you want to talk about that website or is it going to be a website of the week? No, we can talk about that website. Uh, so, Oxygen Addict. And what they do is it's quite a cool idea. Is they basically supply t shirts and stuff for clubs. And basically, the profit they make from the t shirts go towards a charity. Hmm. Which is a great idea. So if you want to get some t-shirts printed off for your club and, you know, you, I don't know if your club has that many t-shirts, but, um, or just any kind of community group, uh, they print the t-shirts off for you, sell them at a reasonable rate, and then the profit they make goes to a cause. Now, I'm not sure what the cause is right now. But I thought it was a cancer cause, wasn't it? Okay. Yep. 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 Great. They're, they're raising um, money for cancer charities. Great. Uh, good news for Alvin. Uh, James Benson sent through an email. Alvin Connor from our deodorant oh, man. Yep, yep. Finally qualified for Kona, mate. He was hoping to. Yeah. Got second in his age group in I'm in UK. Very good. Yeah, yeah. And so, and they were saying it's kind of ironic, James was saying, because he's chased it all around the world and, and got in the race just around the way from Also, James Flynn sent us through some more heat t shirts. So, John and I are going to put some new photos on the website this week, mate. Oh, very nice. Have you done your hair today? I have done my hair today. Yeah, you're looking pretty I've got to hot. get a haircut. Do you? It's getting a bit long. Oh, it's a bit long to us. <laughs> My belly's back, isn't it? It is back, yeah. It's back, yeah. Beautiful. What style are you going for this time? Are you going for the... No, I don't have to do any band? modelling for... Uh, no, I don't have to do any modelling for like another six weeks. I'm not going to get it cut, so it's going to be a real mop by the time right. I do more modelling. Very good. Yeah, I love that work. Okay, so uh, sponsors. Flinks.com. What do I want to talk about, John? All your results need. So... 
you guys, if you haven't already signed up, go on there, claim all your results. They're getting much better all the time. It's uh, getting results up there nice and quickly. You can use the what I did today thing for, you know what? for communicating. It's your... been interesting since I've been on Twitter. Again, I mentioned Twitter over the last couple of shows. But it's, but what I found really interesting is that, because on Twitter what they do is they Twitter the, some articles they have on Ethlinks. And Twitter should really be a sponsor to show the amount of time you're talking about. Well, <laughs> well they should be. Actually, Twitter, come approach us. But the thing is, is that Ethlinks, you know, so there's not even Andrew now, they even have their own Ethlinks Twitter and uh, they just put articles on there. And what I found surprising is the amount of great articles Ethlinks link to. Mm-hmm. So if you really want some good content, like I would advise actually just join them on Twitter. But if you don't join them on Twitter, and if you want to join Twitter, Bevan James Isles, you may want to link up with me. But yeah, um, yeah you, you'd be amazed at how many good articles they have going through their little feeder system mm-hmm. of content that's really interesting for you know us. So you know, you know, join it. Mm-hmm. Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com. You're probably already on there and you don't know because you've probably done races and you'll be on there. Well, they had one. They had Palin, the the American vice president nomination. Oh, right. She's on there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So. God, that looks like a complete bulls up. (laughs) I'm looking at it. American politics confused the crap out of me. (laughs) Um, Okay, Coffees of Hawaii. So good old Albert. My favourite song, one of my favourite songs. Do you have top five songs of all time? No. What's your top favourite song? At the moment, it's Highwayman by. uh, Oh, really? If you were to be lost on a desert island. One album forever, what would it be? I'll give you a minute to think Probably of it. Probably a U2 greatest of, something like really? that. Really? U2, you like U2. Have you seen them live? Yep. Oh, really? Were they good? Crushish. Oh, I was a bit young and drunk. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so, one of my favourite songs is Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush, I think it is, doing yeah. Don't Give Up. Don't give up, because you have friends. And Albinator sent me through a link, and it's kind of appropriate, really, with Willie Nelson and Sinead O'Connor doing a song. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing version. And it's amazing because I like it because Willie Nelson's kind of like Johnny Cash and really raw. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so go on iTunes, mm-hmm. buy it, and mm-hmm. support Willie and, and Sinead. I bought a Willie Nelson album yesterday on Amazon.com. <laughs> we got a bit of commission from that. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a bit of Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> try by athlinks.com athlinks.com discount code is you've confused yourself because it's, uh, got, it's got me some away I am talk you go on there oh, you get a discount beautiful. on all your why, why do you like Willie so much <laughs> you know what it's like David I love it right now trybys.com now trybys set up now over some Newtons to try out mm-hmm. and I went for a run on the other day you've got to build up into them but it's really yeah. fascinating trying them well the idea of the Newtons are a running shoe that has basically a lifted forefoot or front part of the shoe mm-hmm. and which the idea is it puts you in a better running technique so you're landing on that part of the foot and you don't grind your heel so much mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's it's really interesting concept now I haven't really used them enough to really see the effect of speed but guys I've talked to really really rate them there's a guy called Brett Tingey who's one of Christchurch's fastest runners he went the wrong way on a duathlon the other day oh did he, did he <laughs> yeah. do a duathlon yeah how'd he go on a duathlon he got smoked by our triathletes but he did go the wrong way on the first run really yeah. he's a good runner eh yeah yeah, he's a very good runner. He rates them. He rates them. He reckons it's been worth a lot of speed to him. Mm-hmm. And he also said for him, and now I, I can't really claim that Newton's a given, but that the change in position has helped because he was one of those guys who just gets injured a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he hasn't had any injuries since using them because it's put him in a better position. Mm. Yeah, which is really interesting. I've heard from some people who are slower runners that they haven't worked as well for them. So there's oh, positive okay. and negative. Yep. Um, but from, yeah, I've heard some good things about them as yeah. well. But you could also uh, go get yourself a pair of Mizunos, eh? Oh, so here you can do. also get Mizunos on trybuys.com so it's good well, but Trybuys are the only seller or the main seller in the US website I think well they have like an exclusive deal okay or maybe I'm talking crap 
But they're selling them. They're, they're selling them. We know that. They are selling them. Let's just say they make an exclusive deal so no one else goes anywhere else. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive deal with Tribos. Yeah. What do you sell? Um, two or three pairs, you get free shipping anywhere yeah. in the world. $500 free $500. shipping anywhere in the world. And that's what you want to do. You want to basically save up, buy your six months worth of supply of gear, you know, mm. get a couple pair of shoes and all that, and you get your free shipping anywhere around the world. What's the sponsors mm. are? Athlinks.com. Uh, for uh, articles. Mm-hmm. Coffees of Hawaii. If you need a bit of woolly. Yeah. <laughs> and trybuys.com. Uh, to get your Newtons. Beautiful. And Mizuno's. <laughs> and, uh, and Nike. Because yeah. Nike look after me. Uh, Amazon.com. If we go to our page for Amazon stuff. Ironmantalk at gmail.com for emails. John Coaching website. Coachjohnnewsome.com. Foreverfitness.me. It's a new website. Foreverfitness.me. Right. Which is kind of Why'd topical. you change that? Well, because we only had Ish and Bevan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's a bit of a problem. So, foreverfitness.me. Uh, not you. Not me. me. No, apparently. <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> maybe we should change the Iron Man talk, John, um, Bevan and Ish.com or something. I'll do that this week. Is yeah. <laughs> uh, that a minute? Yep, what do you got on for the week, John? How's the, wait, what have you been up to? I've been DIYing, painted, you? painted the roof all day Sunday. How'd that go? That yeah, was it was hard work. My forearms, man, it's because oh, you're up the whole time, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good. And DIY Central getting into a bit of training this week, so it's all good. Double short base today for locals. Apparently, you, you you smashed your partner. Well, no, he crushed me. The fillinator, we'll call him. The fillinator. Fillinator. It's just everyone's a nator, isn't it? Yeah. The Johninator, the Bevanator. It's a two lap course, very hilly, quite quite a tough ride, about 40, 45 k per lap. He's just killing me on the first slap. Really? And I did notice that he didn't eat anything on the first slap. Oh, uh, nice. Then, bang! Being the wise athlete that you are. You Explosion. Just... Really? Game over? <laughs> Game over. <Ba-boom. laughs> so uh, he groveled back to my place, chocolate coke. He was going for it. It's oh, good. really? What are you going on for the rest of the week? rest of this week. Um, doing the bathroom this weekend. Builder's coming in. Really? We're going for gold. Going for gold. Paralympics is on. Haven't seen any yet. There's no triathlon in the Paralympics. It's a bit of a shame. It's interesting, isn't it? You think they would yeah, have been? I would have thought they could have done that. Yeah. You know, you do have quite a few races. You do the swim, you do the hand cycle, and you do the, the wheelchair race. So, yeah. a bit of a shame. What about you, Bevan? Anything exciting? Well, we do, I did get an email saying people want to hear more about my love life, John. Oh, no, please. No, no. they did, because they said, look, we want to hear more about your love life. Okay. John, I'm in love. Okay. I'm in love. Like, it's like you see it in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're sparkly. I noticed they? this beard, it doesn't look like it's been slept in. No, because I never stay here, I always stay at her house. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm in love. We went to a function the other night and we even kissed in public. Oh, wow. So, public show of fiction. Do you think it's wrong or right? <laughs> Did anybody bid on your painting? 550 bucks. <laughs> There's some stupid five, people out there. Five, oh, I didn't tell you about the painting, did I? I didn't tell them. So, I did a charity auction. Yeah, I did, I did yeah. the painting. It was a total disaster. I spent, I, what happened was, I did the painting. I had this idea, did it. It was absolute crap. But I used some words, I, I write songs, and so one of the words for my songs was, don't be like the wood next to the fire, waiting to be the heat in somebody else's desire. So I put that on the painting, and then I did this other thing, and it was absolute crap. <laughs> Stressing to the max. In the end, painted over the other stuff, left the words in there. Oh, I'm gonna. I'll put a picture to it on the website this week. There you go. That's how great it was. And uh, so went to the function. Five hundred and fifty bucks. And how much did other ones go for? I think mine. Well, Jason Gum was there, yeah. and he's got a thousand. But he was also the MC, and he more talked yeah. up. I think mine was the number one. Yeah, that's what happens when you're a celebrity, John. Right. You know, you see, well, I wouldn't goes. know because I don't get mentioned in newspaper articles. Yeah, that's articles. right. You've forgotten. You're the forgotten, you're man. forgotten man. But uh, public show of fiction. Do you think that's wrong or right? Big dirty pash on a dance floor. Is that all right? Yeah. To that really? Malarkey, no. Oh, do you walk hand in hand? We, can, we do that occasionally. Do you pass in public? 
Like, no, 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 not really. Uh, so I'm different to you then. Yeah, you are different Because we're more patient in public. I, I'm, I'm going to ask you if I can put a photo on the website. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Well, because it's like next level. Then you yeah. guys can get so seen. Like. So then we'll be Bevan on one side and <laughs> yeah. we're on the other side. <laughs> Ish in the middle. Give up now. She'll be on the bloody show next week doing it. <laughs> That's cold. Packing up my notes. I'm going home. <laughs> what is it? I'm Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Kia kaha. Oh,